for this moment in his presence wherever you are join me as we give god the praise and we give god the thanks join me as we lift up the name of god begin to thank him begin to thank him begin to thank him begin to give him the praise and give him the glory begin to exalt him worship him in the beauty of his holiness he deserves our praise he deserves our praise father we thank you in the name of jesus we give you the praise and we give you the glory in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth thank you father thank you father thank you father in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen and amen and amen i want you to open your bibles to ephesians chapter 5 ephesians chapter 5 reading from verse 15 to 17 ephesians chapter 5 reading from verse 15 to 17 Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 17. And he says, Be careful how you live. Be careful, be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Ephesians 5, 15 to 17 says, Be very careful then how you live not as unwise but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil therefore don't do not be foolish but understand what the lord's will is so ladies and gentlemen the lord is speaking to us and warning us and this warning is something that many don't take serious. And I want to bring your mind back to this warning from the Lord. He said, be very careful. The NIV version says, be very careful. Be very careful. Then, how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. That means there are people, right now as I'm talking as you are listening to me, it's either you are in category of you are in the category of those who are considered as wise, or you are in the category of those who are considered as unwise. And he explains this further and says that making the most of every opportunity, making the most of every opportunity, because many people are not making the most of the opportunity that they have. Many think that, oh, the church will be there. 
Many think that, oh, we can go to work, but, you know, as a church, we can join anytime. You, let me tell you something. The days are evil. We are in evil days. We are in evil days. The days are very, very evil. And many are being foolish. Many are being very, very foolish. Look, I'm not saying, read the verse 17. It says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand. So many lack understanding of the times in which we are. Many lack understanding. And so they are behaving foolishly. You can see a person's understanding, a person's wisdom by the, the way they behave. And the Bible says there are some that are very foolish because they, they don't know the Lord's will now. They have deviated from the Lord's will. And notice what the verse 16 says. Making the most of every opportunity. Life is an opportunity. The fact that you can hear me now is an opportunity. It is an opportunity which we take for granted. He said, make the most of it. Do you know why? A time is coming, you will not get people to preach to you like this. A time is coming, the word of God, will, there, will be, there will be a farming of the word of God. Yes. So, be very careful. Then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. So, the question I'm asking you is, how are you living your life? How have you been living your life? And how will you live your life? 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 How have you been living your life? And how are you now living your life? 2021, God is looking for people who are not going to walk in foolishness anymore. But will understand what His will is. They will understand what His will is. And what is the what is one of the will of God that has been revealed unto us? God's will that has been revealed unto us can be found in Proverbs chapter 23, verse 4 and 5. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 4 and 5. It says, Labor not to be rich. Labor not to be rich. The NIV version says, do not wear yourself out to get rich. Remember what we were reading in Ephesians. So don't, don't forget that. That it says that be careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and understand what the Lord's will is. And I am showing you the Lord's will. Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Sister, that you are watching me. You see, the wisdom that tells you that I'm going to work and work and work and become rich is, a, is foolishness. You haven't come to understand the will of God and how God you know, really works. He says, don't wear yourself out to get rich. <coughs> Have the wisdom to show restraint. Cast but a glance at riches and they are gone. For they will surely sprout like wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. That's why, sister, you have been chasing the money and anytime the money comes, it goes. 
You're doing three jobs, four jobs, five jobs. Four. Have you become a millionaire? Yeah. You haven't become a millionaire because you are not in the will of God. You are not walking in wisdom. You are not walking in... You haven't come to understand how God makes even his people rich. You haven't come to understand it. That's why you are pursuing something that is running away from you. You are pursuing something that is running away from you. This is the mistake that the people of our head of us did. This is what the people that came to the country that you are living in. They, they, they came earlier 10 years, 20 years ago. And we can look at their life now. We see that nothing came out of it. You have come. You think that you, you, you can change God's word or you can still do the same things and be outside of the will of God, walking in foolishness and lack of understanding. And somehow you still believe that you are going to be rich. Well, it says, labor not to be rich. Labor not to be rich. Does it mean God doesn't want you to work? Certainly not. God wants you to work. Does it mean God wants you to be poor? Certainly not. That's not what the Bible is saying. But we have come to understand that's why he talks about making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, don't be foolish, but understand. Understanding is key to, you know, what I'm talking about. Understanding, the level of your understanding is key in this life. Look at something in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 19. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 19. It says, furthermore, Moreover, when God gives any man wealth and possession, listen, so it is God that giveth the ability to make wealth. It is God that, why am I talking about wealth and all these things? Because money is the sole focus of people now. Money is the reason why people are living. Money, as the Lord says, has become a God to many people. Your life that you are living is because you want to make money. That's why, you're, that's why you don't have time for yourself. You don't even have time to brush your teeth. You don't have time for your children. Your life is for money. The Bible says that the love of money is evil. Money itself is not evil. But the love of money is evil. And he says that what will it profit a man if he gains all the money in this world? And lose his soul. So what does he say? He says, you gain the wealth, you will be the likelihood is that you will lose your soul. Now, Ecclesiastes 5.19 says, Moreover, when God gives any man wealth and possession, wealth and what? Possession. It is God that gives that, those things. Not what you are doing. And enables him to enjoy them. What we see is that people are trying to get rich and get rich and get rich. But the Bible says, as we read, it says, the more you try to, in, in Proverbs, the more you try to get rich, the more the money is, it has wings like eagle and flies away from you. So even to enjoy the money that you are making, it is a gift from God. Many people are working, but they are giving their money every time there is a project going on. Your mother is sick. Your grandfather is sick. Your, your sister is sick. Uh, your father has a problem. Your mother has a problem. Your auntie, your nephews, your nephew, your sister's, your sister's child. Oh, everybody must come and help. And you find yourself always. And it's only time when, the only time this happen, these things happen is when you have money. It's not everybody that works 
and labors to be rich. You labor to be rich, but you will not enjoy your money. Because it is God that giveth any man wealth and possession and enables him to enjoy them, to accept his lot and be happy in his way. This is a gift of God. It's a gift of God. But here you are, sister, working and fighting and doing all sorts of things. You know, you are, you are fighting and laboring to be rich. Contrary to the wisdom of God that we are telling you, you say, me, I won't listen. I'll still carry on. Sister Carriono, you are not the first to fall victim to these things. And maybe you are not going to be the last until Jesus Christ comes. Many people will fall victim to this deception. It's a mystery I'm telling you about. It's a great mystery I'm telling you about. And I pray that God will cause you to understand this mystery. Because it's not everybody that has come to understand this mystery. God is not saying you shouldn't work good. That's not it. But you should labor to be blessed, not labor to be rich. It said in Proverbs, labor to be rich. Cease from thy own understanding. Labor to be blessed. Do not labor to be rich. And a man's life, a man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things he possesses. A man's life. Listen, I'm, I, I want to talk to you. A man's life. So you have a car, so you have this, you have that. You think that is your life? No, you have exchanged those things for your soul, if you don't know. You have exchanged those things for your soul. A man's life does not consist of the abundance of the possessions that he has. That's what the Bible says. A man's life does not what? Consist of the abundance of the things that he has. The abundance of the things he possesses. The abundance of the things he possesses. So your life is not about that. Watch out. The Bible says, watch out. Luke chapter 12 verse 15 says, Then he said, watch out. Be on your guard. Sister, be on your guard. Oh. Be on your guard. I'm telling you this. That's why in Ephesians, I started with Ephesians. He said, be very careful how you are living. Don't be somebody without, without understanding. Don't walk like they're foolish. But understand what the Lord's will is. And I am telling you what the Lord's will is. You can decide to take it, accept it or not. It's up to you. But God's word will never change. God's word will never change. Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of what? Greed. It is greed that makes you think that you are going to work to be rich. What an ambition to have. What an ambition to have. That is what they tell us. The worldly people tell us these things. And we have sunk, we have, we have taken it hook, line and sink. We have just swallowed it is lies. This is not the will of God at all. God wants you to work, yes. But you have to work to be a blessing. Sister, why are you, why are you killing yourself to be rich? So that you can buy this, you can buy that. No. Labor to be a blessing so that you can pay somebody's school fees. You can pay. You, you know, like now we say we are going on TV. You can pay. That is a blessing. You can help somebody. Labor to be a blessing. Labor to be blessed. Don't labor to be rich. 
When you labor to be rich, it is greed. It's a spirit of greed. You are covetous. You covet the cars and all those things. And that is why, that's the main reason why you are working. And you will not be a blessing to anybody. You will be a blessing to your parents. Be a blessing to your children. Be a blessing to your husband. Be a blessing to your wife. Be a blessing to your sisters and your brothers. You will be a blessing to the church that you belong to. In fact, you only bring crumbs, scraps, what you don't want. You sit down and say, when I was doing the cleaning, when I was working, when I was uh, working and doing the trade jobs, where were you? I should come and give my money to you. And sister, is that how you are thinking? That is foolishness. So understand the will of God that God has one, it is God that gave you the strength that you can do three jobs and connect it to being a blessing. I'm not talking about being a millionaire, being a blessing, being blessed. You have labored. I have enough money. If, if I need to help somebody, I can help. If I need to help the church, build what Jesus is building. If I need to, I can do it. Yes, that is the life that God wants us to live. So yes, when you read in John, 10 John, he says, I wish above all things that you may prosper. Because poverty is a curse. Poverty cannot make you achieve things. And here we are, we are filled with, the church is filled with people who are laboring to be rich. Instead of laboring to be a blessing to the church, be a blessing to the people around them. So the church is, is very poor. The church is very, very poor. Because it is filled with people who are laboring. And they come and give their testimonies, mighty testimonies. But they give nothing. They don't think that, they don't see themselves as, Oh no, God has given me this job. God has given me this breakthrough. So that I can be a blessing. Labor not to be rich. But when you labor to be rich, as soon as the blessing comes, you are looking out for the next car, the next thing. You don't look out for the next project that the church is doing. You don't look out for people whom you can help. You don't look out for handicapped people, disadvantaged people, orphans, widows. Who can you help in your community? You don't do that. You are laboring to be rich. So you are looking for the latest iPhone. You are looking for the latest laptop. You want to buy expensive things for your children, designer wears for your children. That is what you are laboring for. Oh, you are wasting your time. Look, the money will fly away and you won't even know what you did with the money. I am telling you. And the sad thing is that nothing will also be waiting for you in heaven. Because he says, what will it profit you if you become all, you do all these things and you lose your soul? There is a great likelihood that you lose your soul. That's why the Bible reminds us. It, it, it reminds us you see, he reminds us that I wish above all things. I wish what? Above all things. Because it is very easy for you to find yourself in the position where you are greedy. Where you are laboring. You are laboring. But you are laboring not to be blessed or be a blessing. You are laboring to be rich. It's very easy. Many of you are in that condition now as I'm talking. You are in that condition right now. As I'm talking, you are in that condition right now. But it says in Luke chapter 12, verse 15, then he said, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Life, does, life is not measured by, if you read the NLT version, it says, life is not measured by how much you own. Are you seeing that there? 
Life is measured by how much you give. Oh. Life is measured by how much you give. How much of a blessing you are to others. How much you contributed in the building project of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the church. That is how your life will be measured. So you sit down and be proud and arrogant. Today you have a new car. You have a new house. You have, so you don't even respect. You insult men of God. You insult people. Keep on, sister. You, those things, it matters not before God. It's a life. Your life is not measured by how much you own. Luke 15, 12 verse 15. Luke 12 verse 15. NLT version. Be on your guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured. Life, let me, let me stress that please. Life is not measured. Life is not measured. Sister, you have been measuring your life. And your life is the time God has given to you here on earth. And you are measuring it. Oh, now I am in my 30s. I'm so, look at me. I've done this. I've done my, my degrees. I've done this. And I've gone this. And I'm married. You are measuring your life by the things you have. Oh, what a mistake. No, don't measure your life by that. It says life is not measured by how much you own. Even if you have a million pounds in your account right now, it, it means nothing before God. What is money? It means nothing. Money is not God's idea. God, working is God's idea. God wants us to work. But God never ordained money. Money is a system that the devil has managed to create and perfect. To cause people to use their life to get abundance. Work for abundance. Work to be rich. Not to be blessed. Money is a system he has created for that. And he has, he has, had, he has used centuries to perfect it. Remember, money as we know, the paper as we know, that wasn't how money was. Before people used to exchange. You bring salt, I bring mirror. Even the slave trade, that's how they, they, the white people came. They brought mirror, alcohol, and other things. And they took slaves in exchange. They didn't give money. Yeah, they didn't give money. But you see, Satan has, over the centuries, over the years, he has perfected his crafts. And this is the mystery I was talking about. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. The mystery is that he has made he has created a system whereby men have no choice now but to work for money and work to be rich and you can't do without it he has created that system so whatever you do you find yourself working you must work otherwise you will not even be able to eat you will not even pay your bills satan has perfected so you work now they give you money and the idea is not the money you get. After the money you get, you will not never become you will never become rich by working for in the Babylonian system. You will never become a, a, a millionaire unless you make some great compromises. But if you are a Christian, you can never become a millionaire by nine to five job. Never, it won't happen. But it will take all your time because your life is your time. Your life is it will take all your effort. So you go, yes, yes, you go and work, fine. But he's taking your time. And at the end of the day, they give you some money. You say, pay. We thank God for that. We thank God for that. But the system that he has created, eh, 
You can't do without working. You have to work. You have to work. It is a mystery. It's a great mystery. This is the mystery of Babylon. Babylon the prostitute. This is the mystery of Babylon the prostitute. And I want to show you that. So you see, over the years, Satan has mastered it now. Let me show you. I think you need to know it. When you go to um, Revelation chapter Revelation chapter 17, let's start from verse 1. Then he says, And one of the angels who had the seven bowls came and said to me, Come, I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits by many waters with her king, with her, the kings of the earth committed adultery. And the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. He's talking about Babylon system. So the kings, the kings of the world, we are, you know, everybody is intoxicated with the system of Babylon. We are drunk. Oh, yes, I must work. I must do this. I must have two jobs. I must do this. I must pay the bill. This is the Babylonian system. This is what the Babylonians, and he says, he sits upon it like how he sits on waters. And he says that men, the kings of the earth committed adultery. Yeah. What is, what is this talking about? The adultery means that your love for God, what you are supposed to be giving to God, your affections that you are supposed to be giving to God, you are now, you don't give it to God because God is your husband. God is your original husband. But now you have, you have stopped, you know, loving God and now you are committing adultery with Babylonian system. With the great prostitute Babylon. You are sleeping with. You are, and you are enjoying it. You don't come to church. You are enjoying it. You, you know. You, 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 you are sitting at home. And, and, and you, 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 you. The Babylonian system. Has, you are prostituting yourself with the Babylonians. And you are happy. You are happy. You are happy. It says. With her the kings of the earth committed adultery. And the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. Those who are intoxicated, see, it is like wine. Babylon system is like wine. When you begin to drink it, like you start one job, like you come overseas, you come to UK, for instance, you start, before you started earning pounds, you, you know, you desire it. But once you start drinking and earning little, little pounds here, you start working, they give you little, little money here, then it's like wine. You start getting, you want more and more and more and more. Now you say, oh, I, didn't, I don't have papers. I must get papers. So when I get papers, I can do more jobs. I can do this. I can do that. And I can become rich. You, you now, you know, your affection for God goes away. When we say church, you know, you don't want to know. It happens to people. They used to be very prayerful when they were back overseas they used to love god when they were now look at these people you you might think that this is not the same person why because they are committing adultery with babylon and they are drunk with the wine of greed they are drunk with the wine of greed that babylon is giving to them they are intoxicated they are drunk now you can't even reason with them when you talk about your oh, come off for the letters have some what is this church? It's these pastors, they just want your money. This is me. I don't want your money. Let me tell you. You are giving your money for the kingdom, and it is it is waiting for you, not me. But if you are intoxicated 
with the, with the wine that Babylon, the great prostitute, whom you are flirting and committing adultery with, the wine is given to you. If it has entered into your mind, you begin to think like a mad person, like a drunkard, spiritual drunkard. And your husband, your maker, God, who is your husband and your maker, you have ignored him. You don't come to church. We call you, you don't answer. You have become a very bad wife who is committing adulteries and drinking as well. Can you imagine that combination? Yeah. So the mystery of Babylon is the work systems. The working systems that have been created. And so the working system, it is not, I'm not just talking about employment. It's, it starts before employment. It starts with the schooling system. How we are conditioned in the schooling system. How you are conditioned that you, go, you need to go to school to be rich. You need to go to school to be this. You need to go to school to be that. You need to go to school. And then it conditions you. And over the years, schooling system too has also been conditioned that God is out of it now. God is out of it now. So by the time, the Babylonian systems, the schooling system, by the time you finish school, you have become a godless person. Today, a young girl goes to university, a God, Christian girl goes to university, by three years, she's forgotten God. Today, she might be there, drinking, smoking, going to night parties, because the Babylonian system has been conditioned and I'm not just talking about overseas. It's everywhere. If you come to the universities in Ghana, you'll be shocked. What is going on there? One time I was having a youth meeting with them and they were telling me. They said that even now people are having sex on the balconies openly. Smoking weed. Your child is in school. You think that she's supposed to be learning. But she's there. High on weed. High on, on drugs. Having sex. Behaving as if it's somebody's wife in school. Meanwhile, you think she's there learning to get first class upper. You think he's there. He has become a male prostitute, sleeping around with anything that he can get. He's everywhere. Drinking, lifestyle. Look at universities. Look at their parties they have. Look at the cults that are now in the universities. Drinking parties and all sorts of initiations that people are doing there. So, the Babylonian system has been designed. And you see, all these things, they take you away from God. They take you away from your first love, your husband. They take you away. So, adults, grown-ups, everybody is being taken away from God. This is the mystery. Because if you're a student, if you're failing forms, and they ask you, and you're a student, you say, what is your occupation? What is your work? You fight around student. So being a student has been designed to take you away from your parents who are supposed to be your guardians and your teachers in the first place anyways. It has been designed to take you away. It has been designed that now you don't even have an input and say in what your children are learning. The government will, de- will dictate for you. It's the Babylonian system. It's the Babylonian system. And so, it is all designed. So, children are being taken away through the educational system. And they are being conditioned not to have respect or believe in any God. So, by the time they become adults, okay, now they say, okay, you finish university, find a job. You get a job. 
You are now fully into the Babylonian system as an adult. And the work will take your time, which is your life. It will take, so 20 years you work. You work, you say work 20 years. You work in a company, 20 years. You give your time. Every morning, 5 a.m. you are up. Your children don't see you. And it's not for the sake of the gospel, but you are up for the sake of building the Babylonian systems. So you are up 5 a.m. You don't come back until 10 a.m. You come, your children don't see you, your wife don't see you, the homes, before you are aware the home is broken Babylonian system is at work you are working and, and you, are, you, are, you, are, you are you are what you are, you are moving from paycheck to paycheck because the system is not designed to make you rich hear me well the system is not designed to make you rich it's just designed to take away your time from God can I preach to somebody here the system is not designed to make you rich it is designed just to take you your time away from God. So you find yourself, before you are aware, you started as a young man 20 years, before you are aware, 30 years have come. And you are now 50 or 60. You are going to go on retirement. And you look back. You haven't really done anything for God. You, and your time too, you never became rich. With your degree, with your first degree, first master degree, whatever, you never became a millionaire. If it was that simple, all professors would be millionaires. I'm telling you, all professors will be millionaires. You argue with me about the schooling thing. All professors will be millionaires now, if it was so. Because they are, we, we consider them very intelligent. These are not so highly intelligent. But go and see some of the professors. They are some of the poorest. They are, they are some of the confused people. I am telling you. I am telling you. So the system, the Babylonian system, is a mystery to get you to work. But work... That will take your time and your time, which is your life, away from God. It will take you your time away from God. So, labor not to be rich. Because the system is designed that you never... Have you, how many civil servants are millionaires? You, if you become a millionaire, maybe time and chance will happen to you. This is why we were, I was talking about time and chance so much. You need time and chance. Because you're 9 to 5. It will never ever make you a millionaire if you don't know. You need time and chance. You need God to give you some business ideas. You need God to come into the situation to, 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 to cause you. Despite, he said, the race not to the swift. Time and chance must come in. That's why you boast about your work, about 9 to 5 work. It is just enough. You see, this Babylonian system was what the Egyptians was using. So the Egyptian system was the first system and it was replaced by a higher, more advanced system which is the Babylonian system. The Egyptian system was designed to keep the Israelites as slaves and they will work and work and they will not go and serve God. They will work and work and they will not have time to serve God. So that is why when God sent Moses, he said to Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. But the Egyptian system was designed to keep them in bondage so they can serve God. Which was later replaced by a Babylonian system. A more advanced system like what we are seeing now. What we are seeing now in the world. is an, an advanced form of the Babylonian system. It is, Satan has perfected it. It is hidden. It is a, it's a mystery now. You might think that that is the way of all life. But I tell you that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. So how many civil servants are millionaires? 
But look at all civil servants give they dedicate their lives. Nurses, look at nurses doing shifts upon shifts. Look at teachers doing shifts upon shifts. It's good though. But it is the system has been designed such that you will exchange your soul whilst you are gaining all these things. And the sad thing is that many don't become really rich. Because you'll be there and you still say, I'm going to church, or you are praying here little, little. You just the little little prayers that you have, eh, that you and the time you give to God. Because of that, Satan will not even make you with God. Because of that, you don't want you will not you will not um, you will not compromise with certain things. So Satan will not also make sure that you will not become very rich, but you just have enough. Enough. So that is why many people live from paycheck to paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. Is the mystery of the Babylonian system. Is the mystery of the Babylonian system. Now, verse 3 of Revelation 17. Then the angel carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. So this is describing, this is describing the blasphemous things that we are doing that we call the systems of this world. Yeah. The systems of this world. And he said, the woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold. Yeah. He is there to deceive you. The, 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 the idea that you even have that I am going to work to be rich. I am going to do three shifts to be rich. It, it is because you are looking at this woman. You are looking at her, her, her deception that, that the deception that he deceives people with glittering gold, with precious stones and pearls. The Bible says that verse Verse 4 says, she held a golden cup in her hand, filled with what? Abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. The filth. So, look, if you want to be rich, you must be somebody that is corrupt as well in this life. If you want to be rich, you must be very corrupt. Look, there is this president of a certain country that begins with A. Eh, the country begins with A. And this president, eh, reports and research that I read about him, he doesn't treat his workers well, but he's a billionaire. He doesn't treat his workers well. He, is, he doesn't treat... No, he, there's corruption and kululu and kalala in his businesses. He declared himself bankrupt. He's always planning and doing some things. Be, because he has to, if you really want to be a billionaire and rich like those people, all you have to do is compromise. All you have to do is drink of the abominable things. Things that you shouldn't be doing as a Christian. There are some people who are rich, they are politicians, they are businessmen, but their practices is abominable. You'll be shocked to find that. Ah, so you are the one that came to the church to say, we should vote for you. We should do this. But look at what you are here doing. You are taking 10% bribe. You are doing this. You are doing all sorts of things. Abominable things. If you really want to be rich, you have to do these things. You have to be thick with Babylon, the prostitute. So he says, this woman, this prostitute, 
He was dressed with gold, with precious stones and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand, filled with abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. Verse 5. The name written on her forehead was a mystery. And that's the mystery I'm trying to decode to you. The name is a mystery. It's a, it says the, the title was written on her forehead. Mystery Babylon, the great mother of prostitutes and of the abominations of the earth. So the mystery is that he has generated a, no, systems that will keep men busy and occupied so that they will not mind God. And we have the work system. That's why, you know, if you don't work, you will not get any money. You have designed schooling system. If your child doesn't go to school, even in some countries, the, 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 this will show you the power of the Babylonian system. That it, the, 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 the laws have been made nationally. So a place like UK, if you're a child and you don't go to school, even your parents can be what? Arrested. Satan has perfected the, the systems. I'm telling you. He's perfected the systems to that extent. National, you, if your child stays, as, they will come now and come and arrest you. They want your child to spend more time so that they will teach them about gender, um, binary, and all those, uh, uh, all those nonsense. And it is nonsense. Yeah. Look, in the, in the U.S. recently, they want to pass a bill. A bill that now... It will, it is, it, you can't refer to anybody as he, she. You have to use a non-gender thing to... They, this is what they are discussing. Ah, oh my God. This is what they are discussing in Congress. This is what I'm telling you. You check. You Google it and you see it. You see that. The, the laws, they are, they are Babylon, the great prostitute is behind it. And Babylon, the great prostitute, the Bible says that the, on his head is written, Mystery Babylon, the great mother of prostitutes. Yeah. Who is a prostitute? Somebody that sleeps around. So we are supposed to be married to Jesus Christ. We are supposed to be married to God. Our maker is our husband in Isaiah. But here we are prostituting ourselves to all sorts of things. All sorts of things. Thinking that, oh, you have to do it. No, no. It is the system that has been created. And now it has been, such a, it has been done in such a way. Satan has perfected it in such a way that you can't do without it. You can't do without it. And that was why I was telling them even this morning. The Bible says that Jacob had to go to Egypt so that he could eat. Otherwise he would die. You must work, oh sister. You must work. That is why you must work. But if you don't work, the system has been created that you won't get money. To even feed yourself. But notice that it is, it is a lie to think that you can go into labor in Babylon system without compromising and be a millionaire. It will never happen. It will never ever happen. Unless you compromise. And this is the mystery. The mystery is that the system has been designed to take us away from God. Your work, your school, your career. All these things have been designed to take you away from God. To take you away from So that's why the Bible says that. What will it profit you if you gain all these things and lose your soul? Because the exchange, Satan knows very well. If he takes you away from God, he has your soul. Many of you, your soul 
has been sold to Satan. Your soul has been sold to Satan. You don't have time for God, especially those who live overseas. I pity you guys. It is time you need to come back because look, John, John also said there is another way. John said there is another way. And I'm going to come down. Let me finish the, the, the prostitute, the readings on the prostitute, and we'll come to that. We'll come to that. He says, on it was written, said the woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and in glittering gold, precious stones and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand, filled with abominable things and filthy and, and the filth of her adulteries. And I'll continue. The title was written on her forehead, Mystery Babylon the great mother of prostitutes and of the abominations of the earth. Continue. Uh-huh. I saw that the woman was drunk with what? The blood. Oh, my goodness. With the blood of the saints. That is, you see, your time is your blood. Your life, he said, life is in the blood. So you are boiling your blood. You are, you know, you, you are working and killing yourself. That is blood transfusion. Yes. That's why some of you find it very difficult to give because you think it's like blood. It's like you are, they are taking blood away from you. And he says that this is what this, is what this prostitute is doing. He is, she is drinking your blood. That's why many of you, the best time of your life, which is your youth, you use it to, you are, and you are proud. If you are deceived, you are proud about these things. Oh, I work for UN. I work for this. I work for that. And you boast about it. Don't boast about it all. Don't boast about those things because let me tell you, the day you die is useless. On your deathbed, those things don't matter anymore. What has happened is that your blood, which is your life, has been drunk by Babylon. He, you, you used 30 years to work for a company. You never left the company. But church there, you just, oh, I'll leave the church. I'll leave this. Every two minutes you are offended. You, you have been deceived, sister. You have been deceived. He said, I saw that woman, which is the prostitute, which is the Babylonian spirit and system, drunk with the blood of saints. He is not drunk with, I saw unbelievers there, he has saw them already. But the system, as I was telling you, the Babylonian system is designed to take saints, Christians, away from God. That's why, sister, you don't have time to watch anything anymore. You don't listen to messages. You don't do anything anymore. Because you are under this, this thing. And look, he says, and he says, the blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. That's what the Bible is saying. Those, you, don't you bear, you bear testimony to Jesus. Is that not so? But Babylon is drinking your blood. Babylon, the prostitute, you sleep with her, she's drinking your blood. She's drinking your blood. Even as you are watching me now, you are, you are waiting for, you say, I'm taking too long. You, Babylon, your, your lover is calling you. She wants to drink your blood, but you don't know. She's calling you that, come on, my friend, he's, he's wasting too much time. Go and prepare yourself and go to work. That is Babylon. That is Babylon. He is drinking the blood of saints. And those who bear testimony to Jesus Christ. He said, when I saw her, I was greatly astonished. And I'll continue. I was greatly astonished. And he says, Then the angel said to me, Why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and the beast she rides, which has seven heads and horns. So, this is the mystery I'm trying to explain to you. 
This is the mystery I'm what? trying to explain to you. Verse 9. This calls for a mind with wisdom. This calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. Yeah. All these things, these systems is perfected. The judiciary, the legislature, the police system, the this system, the civil service system, the whatever system. It is all, these are some of the things he's talking about. He said, this calls for wisdom. You will not understand it. You will not understand it. You will not understand it. But I pray that you get this wisdom. Twelve. Uh-huh. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have, yet re- who, are, who have not yet received the kingdom, but who for one hour will receive authority. Uh-huh. And he keeps on, he says, they will wage war against the lamb, but the lamb will triumph over them, because he is lord of lords and kings of kings. And with him will be his chosen, his called, his faithful followers. Faithful followers. So, those who will not compromise with Babylon, it doesn't mean you two you are going to be poor. That is why Paul and um, John said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. So there is a way that you can also prosper, but it's not the Babylon, not by compromising with Babylon. There is a way you can what? Prosper. Because God gives us power. Because poverty is there's nothing to boast about in poverty. If you are poor, you can't do things. You can't do anything. You can't do much. But there is a way to prosper. And it is God that gives us that ability to prosper. It is God that gives us what? That ability to prosper. Hallelujah. So, Babylon, then when you, when you, when, when, when you read, when you read, it says, the waters are, the verse 15, put the verse 15 there. The angel said to me, the waters you saw where the, where the prostitutes sit are people's multitudes, nations and languages. Yeah. Everybody, the whole world, the systems are everywhere. Whether you are Christian or not, doesn't matter. Whether you are a white person, black person, blue person, green person, it doesn't matter. The system affects everyone. It affects everybody. Yeah. So it says, Babylon's uh, uh, Babylon's, uh, the habitation of Babylon in Revelation, the habitation uh, is filled with what? evil spirits. I think the verse 18, that's, that's, that's what it talks about. Babylon, whose habitation has, is what? Filled with what? Filled with evil spirits. Filled with evil spirits. Ladies and gentlemen, beware and be on your guard. Beware and be on your guard. Beware and be on your guard. Have you found that scripture? Go to the 18. It's in the 18. He said, Babylon is filled with what? Is, is, is filled with is, is, is filled with what? Is filled with all kinds of evil spirits. All kinds of evil spirits. It's filled with all kinds of evil spirits. It 
is filled with all kinds of what? Evil spirits. Hallelujah. So, Revelation, let's go there. Revelation chapter 18. Verse 1. Uh-huh. Read it. It says, After this, I saw an angel come down from heaven. He had great authority. Uh huh. With a mighty voice he shouted. He said, Falling is Babylon the great. She has become a home for demons. She has become a home for demons. And has and a horn for every evil spirit. And a horn for unclean and distated. And this, this is Babylon. That's why in the workplace all sorts of evil goes on there. Backbiting, uh, gossip, lies. Fornication, adulteries, uh, also any kind of evil, you will find it in the Babylonian system. Go to the, go to the judiciary, go to the law. Any place that you go, you find evil there. Every kind of evil is found there. It's the Babylonian system. Ladies and gentlemen, my scriptures are not coming, so let's end it. Look, you must make sure you don't Live your life and you, you become a victim to the Babylonian system. You become a victim to the Babylonian system. A victim to the Babylonian system. I want you to begin to pray. You are going to pray and ask God to help you. Because let me tell you something. It is God that gives us the power to make world. Let God take that power. Sister, you the most important thing is that as you are prospering, your soul must also prosper. If that doesn't happen, there is error. That means you have now entered or compromised with Babylon. But there is another way that God wants us to do it. You are prospering, your soul is also prospering. Because poverty is not of God. The system, God has a different system altogether. And God's system is, is something that you might not understand, but I can tell you. Let me give you one. God's system, and let me give you one. It says, bring, it says, give unto the Lord all, it says, bring unto the Lord the first fruit of the increase. The first fruit of the increase in Proverbs. It says, bring the first fruit of the first fruit of the increase. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. It says the first fruit of thy increase. This is, I'm showing you God's own way. You see. And if you're a Christian, 
It depends on your level of knowledge of the word of God. It depends on the amount of God in you, the amount of light in you. That will determine your prosperity level. True prosperity is prospering in your soul first. Before the physical one is a byproduct. And so depending on your level of prosperity, the level of the word of God in you will determine the level of prosperity. There comes a time when, when you have so much of God in you, God himself, you know, like look at Abraham, he said that, and the Bible says that, and Abraham worked strong, and he increased, and he was rich in money, in cattle, in silver and gold, but it was gradual. He didn't start off like that, it was a gradual thing. Based on revelation that God gave him at, at particular times of your life. So, when you start the Christian journey, you must desire to prosper in your soul. Your relationship with God. The things of God. And as you are increasing, then the capacity also for you to... You know, as you are increasing, the byproducts are increasing. Because it's seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And every other thing will be added unto you. So as you are increasing in the seeking of the kingdom of God, the other things are added to you. So you will not be poor. God has his own way of making millionaires. God has his own way of... And, and that is not our thinking. We don't want to be millionaires. Millionaire comes as a result of our increase and our growth in our soul. It's a byproduct. It's a byproduct. It says, honor the Lord with your possessions. That, 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 that is one of the ways, you know. But unless you come to this revelation, unless you come into this knowledge, unless you begin to live in this knowledge, as your soul is prospering in this knowledge, that's where you begin to see how God also does his thing. Without prostituting with Babylon, you can still make it. You can still become great. Yeah. You are not laboring to be rich. You are laboring to be a blessing. Trans transgenerational blessing. Yeah. So he said, honor the Lord with the possession, with your possessions, and with the first fruit of your increase. Will they teach you this in school? Will they teach you this in primary school or secondary school or university? Even if you have a master's or a PhD, have you ever seen where they teach you that honor the Lord? They will never teach you these things. Because it is contrary to the Babylonian system. But this is why Jesus, when he came, the Babylonian kingdom and system is there. But Jesus also came and said, the kingdom of God is now at hand. And if you are in that kingdom, there is a way for financial prosperity. But it is linked to the prosperity of your soul. So this is one of the ways. He said, honor the Lord with your possessions. Because the things that the kingdom of God will tell you, it is the very opposite of what Satan's Babylonian kingdom will tell you. God says, honor, give. In the world they say, what is honor? It is dog, dog, eat dog. If, 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 if I have to step on you to climb, I'll step on you to climb. What are you talking about, honor? You can show me a business, but I can go behind you and go and take the contract from you. That is the Babylonian system. But in Christ, in the kingdom of God, you have to honor somebody that does something like that for you. You have to respect the person, honor. Honor. So he says, honor the Lord with your possessions. Honor the Lord. So that is the way. One of the ways. That's one of the ways. When it comes to becoming rich. Sister, that idea of richness is a demonic idea. Drop it. 
Rather, I want to be blessed. When you honor, God will bless you. And as a result of the blessing, you will become rich. And your mind will be in the right place so your blessing can't kill you. Your blessing can't take you away from God. As your soul is prospering, you are also materially also what? Prospering. You are also materially prospering. So that is why God has ordained things like this. He said, honor the Lord with your possessions. It is God that gives us, you know, remember, Babylon, what is he doing? Drinking the blood of the saints. But when you honor the Lord, he can't, she can't drink your blood and still you prosper and still you increase and you move from one level to another and you begin to do exploits despite you, know, you not practicing the Babylonian wisdom. Are you there with me? So, honor the Lord with your possessions. When you come to Malachi 2, there's another one there. God says, if you will honor me with your tithes, if you honor me, I will rebuke the devourer. Sister, all these things you have been doing, eh? stop it all. And listen to this wisdom. Because I have revealed the mystery of Babylon to you. If you decide to prostitute yourself with Babylon, it's up to you. She will just drink your blood and use you. And you, you end up drained, withered, poor, used. But come to Jesus Christ. Come to, through prosperity, come and prosper your soul first. Have time for the things of God. It is now time, some of you, when you are doing applications, you tell them, I, I need time off to go to church. I need time off to go. Be bold and ask someone for some of these things. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be sorry. You'll be sorry. He says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. If the fruit of your ground is being destroyed, it means that you'll be poor. You'll be poor. You'll be working and still be poor. So if you say you're a Christian, you're not going to practice the Babylonian system. You want to be out of the Babylonian system. And you want to prosper. Obey God's word. Do His will. That's why I started off with Ephesians. Ephesians 5.17 where it says that, Be wise. Be circumspect. Be careful how you live. Not as a foolish person. It is a foolish Christian who will not pay their tithes. It's a foolish Christian who when God says give, they doubt it. When I say foolish, I'm not insulting you. I'm not insulting you. It is in the Bible. It's in the, that is how God sees you. Foolish. Not me. Me, you are my brother. You are my sister. But God sees anybody that doesn't do this as a very foolish person. So he says, be very careful then. How you live. Not as unwise. But as wise. It is wise to honor the Lord with your substance. It is wise to give your offerings. It is wise to give your time to build the kingdom of God. It is wise to give your tithes for the projects of God. It is wise to support. Don't be unwise. He says, but be making the most of everything because the days are evil. Because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish. So I'm not insulting you. It's the Bible. He said, you are foolish. You are foolish. If you don't understand these things I'm showing you, no, you, you hear it, but you don't practice it. You are a very foolish person as far as God is concerned. And you lack understanding. And your Christianity will be in shambles. Your Christianity will be in shambles. So it is time 2021, you change. And decide that I will go it God's way. I will not exchange my life, my soul, 
I won't exchange it for the profits of filthy liquor. I won't do that. I won't do that. So Malachi says that I will rebuke the devourer. Yes, God will rebuke. When the devourer is rebuked, you, have, you see your money. Look, let me give you an example. Okay, you are a civil servant. You work, you are working in a Babylonian system. But God says that even though you are working in a Babylonian system, He can do things for you to prosper. So, for instance, you earn, say, thousand pounds at the end of the month. And by the time you pay your bills and everything, you are supposed to be having maybe 200 pounds. Then that 200 pounds, your feet breaks down. Your car breaks down. They call you and say, we need money here. So by the time you're finishing, you realize that even the 200 pounds, you now have to go into your overdraft and take 300 pounds in your overdraft to cover all these expenses. And this not once. Every time, that's how it happens. So although you are working 1,000 pounds, you are always in your overdraft because the devourer is at work. Now, then there's this sister, this also, this sister also, earns 600 pounds, pays all her bills and has only what? 100 pounds left. But pays at, you know, pays, uh, no, let's say 600 pounds. So pays her bills. First thing he does, he takes his tithe. As soon as they pay, he has done direct debit straight, my tithe. 60 pounds goes straight before he settles all the other bills. And by the time he finishes setting all the other bills, he has 100 pounds left. And the 100 pounds, the divorce can't touch it. So the 100 pounds is there. No fridge breakdown, nothing, nothing, no, nothing. So although she is earning 600 pounds, at the end of the month, she has 100 pounds in her hands physically. And you that is working thousand pounds because you are doing three jobs, four jobs, five jobs, you don't even have time for God, you don't believe in tithing, you don't believe in the laws of God. So what is going to happen? You, at the end of your month, with your huge money, you're still going into your overdraft. That is how the devourers work. You can't be wiser than God. Proverbs 23 says, don't be too wise in your own eyes. Don't be too wise in your own eyes. Don't labor to be what? You see, the sister that was earning 600, she has become a blessing. She has labored to be blessed because the first thing she is thinking about is my tithe. So why would God not make such a person always have shifts and jobs and favor in the sight of the bosses? And you, every day you are applying for shifts, you are applying for favor, and it doesn't come. Because you are laboring to be rich, to do all sorts of foolishness. To do all sorts of foolishness. I hope I'm communicating to you. So let me tell you something, my brothers and my sisters. Labor not to be rich. And don't be too wise in your own eyes. Don't be too wise in your own eyes. I want you to begin to pray. And thank God for the word that you have heard. Thank God for the word that you have heard. Thank God for the word that you have heard. Thank God for the word that you have heard. Begin to thank him for the word that you have heard. And get your communion ready. Get your communion ready. Get your communion ready. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We will continue in the Rema service. Yeah, we will continue. In the Rema service. Thank you, Father. Lift up your bread. Father, remove struggles that we struggle in the Babylonian system as we eat of the bread. Babylon is drinking the blood of your saints. That's what your word is telling us. But as we eat it, may we become exempted from her vampire ways. In Jesus' name, blood of Jesus, the body of Christ, eat it. Now drink, take the, the wine up. Father, as we drink of this wine, whatever Babylon has drunk, every blood that he has drunk, our financial blood, our marital blood, any, you know, our children, anything he's drained us from, as we drink your blood, let there be a blood transfusion. Let there be a replacement. The blood of Jesus. Drink it. Now lift up your hands and receive the blessings of God. The Lord bless you. The Lord calls you to understand this mystery that you have been shared. We have been sharing with you for the past few minutes. May you be exempted from Babylon's influence. May you be exempted from the Egyptian system and its move and its and its what? Attractions, the deceptions of Babylon, the attires that she's wearing, the golden cup which is filled with abominations that she uses to deceive the saints. May our eyes now be open, may the scales fall off our eyes, that we will begin to walk not after the flesh, but walk after the spirit. That as John prayed, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health. That will become our portion in 2021. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen and amen. Take your tithe card out. We are going to use that as a point of contact. Take your tithe card out. We are going to use it as a point of contact. We are going to use it as, it said, honor the Lord with your substance, the first fruit. So, if you have been doing this, God must also do his bit. Yeah, he's a covenant keeping God. Yeah. You are going to lift up and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this 2021, as my soul prospers, as I win souls for you, as I work in your kingdom, as I support with my finances, oh God, let my, my material finances also appear in the name of Jesus. And Lord, look at my tight card. Look at this. I have been consistent. I have been faithful. Let the devourer be rebuked out of my life. Let the devourer be rebuilt out of my life. Let the devourer be rebuilt out of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
stretch it towards the camera right now in the name of Jesus let the angels of remembrance the angels that have access to the books let them open it and let a memorial be lifted for you in heaven that whatever Satan has planned to cause a wastage of your life a devouring of your goodness and your blessings let the blood of Jesus speak for you. Let the covenant that you have entered with God through your fighting, let it speak for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, who died and rose for us. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So give thanks to God. Listen. Don't joke with your tithing this year. Don't joke with your offerings this year. This is the life of the person that is laboring to be blessed. Laboring to be a blessing. The good news is that these are treasures you are storing for yourself in heaven. That's the good news. That's the good news. It will be waiting for you. It will. And this morning I was telling the people in Ghana our works, our devotion, our giving, everything, it will through fire. It will be tested. And many, the Bible says that some will only escape with their salvation. What a sad story. They will escape with, because when their works pass through the fire, it got pains. It couldn't stand God's test. The motive, look, if you can give, God knows you can give 100 and you are giving 10. That motive will be made revealed on, on the last day. If you could do something in the church and you didn't do it, you could help and you didn't do it, it will all be revealed. It will all be revealed. I'm telling you. It will all be revealed.